ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Bayheim! This is on the block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X Men. ESPN Radio 97.7.107.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.
34 degrees, wet kind of day here in central New York. Wherever you are today, we're glad that you're a part of the show. We're glad you're here, and uh, you know what? You can make yourself a part of it, too. At 437-7644, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. And, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you, at QSportsTalk.com, because you were so wowed by the magic of watching a radio show. But you can chat with us uh, throughout the show at QSportsTalk.com. You can also get uh, what we like to call the show within the show where when the radio audience is in a commercial break, you are not at QSportsTalk.com because we keep the mic on, we keep the camera on, we just we just can't get enough of you people. So we keep it going uh, during commercial breaks. Always fun to do. We have two great guests joining us today. We hope you can uh, stick around and listen to both of them. Uh, this is typically going to be done on Tuesdays, but we can, we can be flexible and move things around schedule-wise, some things happening, so... This Thursday and actually next Thursday as well, programming a note, uh, we will have our weekly chat with Joe Girard, Syracuse guard, presented by RomanoCars.com. Joe on the loss to Miami. Joe previewing Georgia Tech. Joe on how big of a basketball junkie he is and other said topics. You will hear that conversation. And remember, see that conversation at QSportsTalk.com coming up here in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to to that at 505 uh, looking forward to bringing an old friend on the program uh, you may remember him from his time here in central new york he is now the voice of both the cincinnati bengals and the bearcats dan horde is going to come on the program at 505 looking forward to that a lot to talk about with dan in the forefront, of course, Bills Bengals little uh, playoff game going on this weekend. The Bills but uh, Dan's been doing a spectacular job, killing it in the world of the National Football League. Cincinnati did minor league baseball for a number of years. I'd see Dan at the ballpark doing uh, paw talk at Red Sox, and um, always great to catch up with Dan. It's been a while since we had him on the show, but uh, with the Bills and Bengals crossing paths here, why not? Let's get back at it here from the man himself. So Dan Horde later in the show. Thursdays are draft days on the block. It was suggested to me. We put it to the poll, actually, on QSportsTalk.com. And not only have we decided, the people have decided that today we are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of game shows. That'll be fun. We will do that later in the show. Oh, you want more? Oh. We got more. Hot takes coming your way on uh, something. Speaking of Bills and Bengals, I mean, just grab a red pen and, and circle this about 14 times as to what will decide that playoff game coming up. We'll give you some odds, a big night in Buffalo tonight, and not just for some people that have Buffalo plus 480 to make the postseason. We'll get into that a little bit during hot takes, but here's what we want to get into to start the show a little bit here. Uncle Brent, once in a while, through the season, just likes to take a little step back here and see if time is on Syracuse's side. So is this. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. I should be duly noted. I hit the post on that. I want, I want, I want props for that. Yes, it is. Okay. We hit the post on that. Radio nerds out there, I, can we like get stickers in here? So you know how like in football you get a helmet sticker when you do something right. Like I can we? 
Is there some sort of equivalent we can have for that? Can we start like a helmet back here and we could put stickers on it when things like this happen? You know, when like Uncle Brent actually hits the hard out and, you know, hit the post and do things we're supposed to do. Yes, I want I want praise for doing my job. Okay. It can even be a clip of Paul Sebelia saying, hey, do your job. I'd be fine with that. Anyway, side topic. Listening earlier to Jim Beheim here on ESPN Syracuse as he joins us every Thursday on Orange Nation. So I hope you listen to that Jim Beheim show tonight, 7 o'clock, Carabas at the Fayetteville Town Center, and of course on your radios over on Brostad TK99. So more to come, but uh, here's what he said earlier about consistency. I don't think we're going to be consistent with this many young players. Um, I try, hope we can get there, but I don't see it. Um, it's, it's been a struggle to get to some consistency. And, uh, you know, I think every team gets a little better. I mean, you should get a little better as the season goes along. But uh, I don't know. We're just not playing at a high enough level. Uh, I think more defensively than offensively. Um, we're, we're not getting enough stops, and uh, that's what concerns me moving forward. I think that's a good encapsulation of what we're looking at right now with this team. They have gotten better, but in the games that really matter, the ranked teams, the good teams, it's been a lot of close but no cigar. The good news is they're in those games. They're not getting their doors blown off, even in the situations they were. Virginia, for example, was up 23 points on this team. At the end of the road, you're like, hey, they lost 73-66. That's respectable. And, oh, by the way, you get them again in about 11 days here, as we'll get into in looking at the schedule and a couple things here. So time, I think, is on their side. The problem is the margin for error is so darn slim. Some of those wins that they could have put in their back pocket, Miami notably, in building your resume, building their net rankings, and that coinciding with what a coach looks for in what Jim just said. I don't see the consistency we're going to need in order to do what we have to do. Now, that's right now. It's January 19th, and I think we tell ourselves this. So There's plenty of time. There's plenty of games left. There's 12 games left, not counting how many games they would play in the ACC tournament. 12 games left on this schedule. Let's go through it here, okay? Georgia Tech is next for Syracuse. You play Georgia Tech twice. They are 163 in the net ranking. That's a maintain, don't slip on a banana peel, can't lose it, and add it to the bad loss category type of game. North Carolina Tuesday night is currently 37th in the net ranking. That's a quad one game. It's also a real kind of show-me game. It's a primetime game. 9 o'clock, Carolina's not what we thought they would be, but that still holds weight. It's going to be a tremendous matchup inside with Baycott and uh, Jesse Edwards. Can't wait to watch that game. 9 o'clock start. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. But, uh, hey, you put the big boys in primetime, right? Virginia Tech. Syracuse has a game in hand on Virginia Tech. They have a quality win against Virginia Tech. They're currently 59 in the net rankings. You get more credit, if you will, in that department on the road. So that very much could be a quad one game. Virginia is quad one all the way. I don't anticipate that not being a quad one game, even at home, because they're 15th in the net ranking right now. So 
right there. The lessons you learn from the first Virginia game, you get them relatively close, but still what Virginia's done since then, they are playing better. They're starting to hit their stride. They're starting to gain some consistency. Take the lessons from that game. And how do you flip that? To quote Michael Scott, see on the flippity flip in a positive way. That's a huge game for a number of reasons, right? And I feel like Syracuse is going to go into that game a lot more confident than they did the first game. Boston College, Florida State are both in the 200s. So these are games where I think what Jim's talking about can happen. I think Saturday is this too. Now, no one's completely brushing aside any ACC team. Georgia Tech beat Miami. Georgia Tech's also lost a lot of games in the ACC this year by considerable margins. So they had their day. They had that any given Saturday type of situation against Miami. They beat them by six. That's great. But by all accounts, this is a team you should beat. BC and Florida State, I think, fit that description too. NC State. Now we're talking about Valentine's Day. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but just the path ahead is time on your side, and there's less time left here than you think. NC State is 25th in the net ranking right now. NC State, that that kind of jarred me a little bit. I knew they're you know certainly ahead of what expectations would be, and they just beat Duke, and they've had some quality wins, but you know they're 15 and four right now. At this point. Just looking at it, NC State's four and one in quad two. They're two and three in quad one. They've picked up some quality wins. They're great at home, fifteen and four overall. And that game, while I'm looking at it here, that's here at the dome on the fourteenth, followed by Duke, who's twenty sixth in the net ranking. There's enough space between those games. A Tuesday, Valentine's Day, bring your sweetie to see Syracuse play NC State. Duke on a Saturday. So will you have improved in the course of a month by the time you play that game enough at home to take one? I'll, I'll just say split those two and add to the quality wins department. Then you go to Clemson. That has turned out to be a little bit of a gauntlet. NC State on the 14th, Duke on the 18th, but again, there's space here. You go to Clemson on the 22nd. Clemson has turned out to be one of the better teams in the ACC and I think is a matchup problem for Syracuse. I know that game's over a month from now. It's January 19th. It's February 22nd. But there's opportunities at the end of the the schedule is what I'm saying. Pitt fits in that category too. They're 52 in the net ranking. So you're going to play a four-game stretch here. NC State, Duke, Clemson, Pitt that are all either quad one or quad two games. Wake Forest is at home. They're 70th in the net ranking right now. So at home, that's not a quad one game. I don't anticipate that working its way into a quad one game because remember, quad um, handouts, if you will, can, can fluctuate, right, based on home, road, where teams are in the net rankings. The Georgia Tech is in there again, but we mentioned Syracuse plays them twice. This is doable. Now, do I think Syracuse will improve at the rate they need to as a team to go from close but no cigar, finding ways to lose, to winning some of these games and putting them in their back pocket? I don't know if time's on their side there. 
But I think time's on their side in terms of the schedule, how it plays out, and if you can start pulling some wins. The problem is you don't have any to this point other than Virginia Tech. It's not enough. You don't have any non-conference wins of note. So I have seven, let me see. I have seven games highlighted, and I probably should have Wake highlighted too because that game could end up the potential to add a quality win. So I'll give you that. There are 12 games remaining on the schedule. Eight of those games can beef up your resume. Eight of those games are quality quad one or quad two games. Of those eight, win five or six, which is a big ask, but win five or six of those games, you're back in the conversation. Because we all know that selection committee, they have recency bias. While they will look at the whole resume and they will look at the numbers, and this is why I like the quad system. This is why I like the current system we're in. Because you can track this thing. No offense to Joe Lenardi, our friend, who we'll have on. We have Joe on every year because we enjoy the conversation, and it's always good to get him on. He's fully in on the joke of how wrong he is about Syracuse. So, you know, he's a good sport about all that. But we don't really need Joe anymore. We don't really need a lot of these things. The metrics are all right there for us to see. Now, we need some people that interpret this stuff and and follow it every day to kind of guide us to where we think we can be. But bracketology is almost irrelevant these days. Because you can just track this stuff. It's, It's irrelevant in the sense of, is your team in or out? If you want to debate who's playing where and what the bracket's going to look like. Yeah, sure, Joey Brackets will help you out there, especially for people that don't pay attention to the stuff, don't immerse themselves in it. I immerse myself in it because that's my job. If you're just somebody who's, you know, a fan just following it casually, yeah, you want the Joe Lenardi's of the world to at least kind of give you a sense of what that's going to look like. But 12 games to go, eight of those games are quad one or quad two at this moment. And I don't think that's going to change as the season goes, with four clunkers, two against Georgia Tech, B.C., Florida State. So you're telling me this team has to avoid four potholes and win five out of six of a possible eight games in quad one, quad two. Is that doable? See, this is the difference between looking at something on paper and then looking at the team you have. Because as Jim Beheim said in that clip that we played, can they turn themselves into a consistent enough team to make this conversation valid, to put themselves in that conversation? No matter what, I think they're going to have to go into ACC tournament play having to turn some heads. Unless they really go on a heater here and really go on a ripper and just surprise a lot of people. Because they've shown up in these big games. They haven't won enough of them. But they're coming out of them with not just woulda, coulda, shoulda. In the case of Miami, they had that game right there in their hands. They've showed they can play with Virginia. They beat Virginia Tech. And there's a couple examples that don't go their way. I I certainly understand that. Illinois, earlier in the year, got their doors blown off, right? You got beat by Colgate. You can't do that. You got beat by Bryant. You can't do that. So that set you back, but it didn't set you out. So as we sit here on January 19th with 12 games to go, is time on Syracuse's side? Time is on your side. The schedule's doable, but that's on paper. 
Can this team turn into a team that makes that a plan that you can execute? As they once said in the A-team, right? I love it when a plan comes together. It's one thing to have a plan. It's another to actually have the means to go out there and execute it. And on that note, we will break. We will keep the Syracuse basketball conversation going with uh, one Joe Girard. Thanks to RomanoCars.com. That's coming up next. Dan Horde later in the show. The draft awaits. Your thoughts on what we're discussing here. Hot takes and a Thursday sports extravaganza to come your way until 6 o'clock. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you here. On the Block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Thanks to Dan Horde for joining us, the terrific voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, Bearcats, and so much more. Uh, the crew is assembled. We are here Thursdays, as you know, but in case you don't, our draft days on the block, and we just don't do a draft. We could just do a draft, but why stop there? We can combine the radio tropes and draft a Mount Rushmore of things, as we will today, and the theme today is game shows. We are set to draft the Mount Rushmore of game shows, ladies and gentlemen. Great suggestion by Josh during the break. We could do a separate game show theme draft. This would be a pick. A lot of great theme songs. I was confused for a second. All right. Before we get into it, may I throw another potential future draft out there? Wait, before you do that, can I ask you a question? Because I'm a fashion icon, Brent. So you answered the question before I asked. I don't know. What's your question? Why do you have two pairs of headphones on? Because I'm a fashion icon. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. You have. looks bad. Blue on one side, black on the other. Two pairs of headphones. I think you're starting to trend. I actually kind of like it. It goes hard. It's bold. I've never seen anybody do that. You ever heard about people who like to hear themselves talk? (laughs) Put on two pairs of headphones. Right? Board games. Let's do board games in the future. Ooh, that's right. a great draft. Ooh, that's a great draft. I-, I would not be opposed to calling a last second audible right that's now and just doing great draft. No, no, we already played the Price is Right music, Josh. We're locking that in next week. Board games, I'm Board down. games next week. Lock it in. Let's go. Down. Jordan, let's go. just Good call, Jordan. throwing fastballs here. All right, let's determine draft order. I will do that now. Jordan, Josh, Brent. You're not taking the first pick? I'm not taking the first wow, pick. Wow, okay. I know what will be picked. I'm fairly confident what will be picked. I don't know about that. I think there's a Maybe couple not. Like, top, top options. Jordan was saying earlier, not to give anything away here, but he was saying that a lot of the drafts lately have been tilted towards old guys like me. Mm-hmm. This so is maybe, one of maybe them. he goes rogue on me here. You're not a game show guy, so maybe what I think is going to go is not going to go. So let's get it going here. Whoops, wrong button. This <laughs> Jordan has the first pick. This is not the one that I want to go with first, but in my quest to finally win a draft, and and not just be the people's winner and the rightful winner, but like the social media winner, um, I have to take Jeopardy first. Yeah, that's the shock. That's the pick. That's shock. That's the pick right there. Mm -hmm. How could you not make that the first pick? Jeopardy. This is... 
Jeopardy. What is the right answer, Jordan? What is the right answer? Jeopardy. The GOAT. Over to Josh. Pick number two. As someone who doesn't watch a lot of game shows, but does occasionally see the viral social media clip that comes out of the game shows, Mm -hmm. I think this is the one that definitely stands above the rest. And also just like it's been around forever. This is the one I wanted to pick. Family Feud. Yep. Family Feud. Oh, dude, there's one Family Family Feud Feud. clip online and they're like, name an animal with three letters. And the guy panics and goes, alligator. (laughs) uh, The best Family Feud clip, which I'm not going to fully quote on air because I probably can't, is (laughs) Stefan Diggs. I don't, I don't know about that one. That's you definitely know about that, that, that sounds one. Like a sports See, this exclusive. is the thing. Ever since Steve Harvey took over, there's like, in the TikTok era has come in, there's like these yeah. clips of like guys like looking at women and like very inappropriate answers uh-huh. to questions. It's like become like a thing. family feud after dark. <laughs> right, yeah, they, uh-huh. yeah. They ask a yeah. name a body part it's, that begins with the letter P. It's and then called somebody- family feud. <laughs> family feud. May I remind? At least Steve Harvey doesn't kiss every female contestant. That was kind of weird. I'll just back say in the, it. Back in the day. I'll just say it. Who was that? Oh, Was God, it like Richard Dawson? Yes. And then he John just, O'Hurley or whatever? He would just make out with people. <laughs> it's it's a little weird. husbands are standing right there just like, oh, what an honor. Ladies, man. <laughs> That's hot. <What> <laughs> All right. I have the third pick. I actually thought this would be off the board. Yep. No. You stay home from school. 11 o'clock comes. You knew you were home sick when you watched The Prices Right. And you'd be like, man, mom, you get to watch this every day? <laughs> How cool is this? Uh, favorite Prices Right game? Mini question within the draft. I got to go Plinko. Plinko, but in a close second, the Yodeler. Remember the, the Yodeler guy? The, yep. By the way, I was also, for somebody who was like 12 years old, very good at guessing the prices of things game. Mm-hmm. They put the groceries out there. I, I think I it. like that one. Nail it. Then you see who's the jerk who's like, I'm going to guess $1 over you. By the way, you do know there's prices, $1. There's prices Right at night now. I have seen this. Mm-hmm. Prices Right at night. I told Josh this earlier. I found myself, for the first time in a long time, watching a game show last night. And I told you, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, so, I don't even know what channel it's on. I think it's CBS. No, you're right. They have, like, their version of Wordle. It's lingo. They call it lingo. Yeah. I don't know how they, like, get away with that, though. It's such a ripoff of Wordle. Dude, it, was li- not it existed good. before Wordle, I'm pretty sure. It was, no, it definitely By the way, didn't. it's not a good no? show. It's not a good game show. We'll not be watching it again. You would think <laughs> doing the Wordle is fun, but not, not in that. So. All right, so three... Uh, Hall of Famers off the board, uh, over to Jordan for pick four. So I'm going to start with a hot take. If the price is right, we're really that great. It wouldn't be subjected to the daytime. Ooh, I think you reached, Brent. It's going to be an unpopular opinion. I'm going to draft Scottie Pippen since I already have Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. The one-two combo here in Syracuse, right on our TVs. What comes on before Jeopardy? It's Wheel, Wheel of, of Fortune. Fortune. Pat Sajak, Vanna White. Those jerks who it. keep spinning it, and then they get the bankrupt, and did it's like, you just see, guess it? Did you see the clip the Stole other day? Pick. Oh, no, which one? Which one? I have to I have to play this. I've got to find it. Speaking of viral clips, I, I, if I was this person, I would go into hiding for the rest of my life. 
Give me a second to find this thing because... No, but that's another thing about Wheel of Fortune because you know them. So, like, the other day, one of the words was sun deck, and she had to guess every letter. And then at the end, she's like, I own a sun deck. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, please. Okay, here it is. Okay. Now, I got to play a little... I got to put it into context here. Okay. This is the college version. On the spot, dice spin. Actually, that's not it. Hold on. Hold on. No, I got to find it. Did you just say dice spin? Yes. Okay, this is it. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. So I'm going to give you the answer that he's going for. Methodical hero Achilles. He's just... Mythological? Yes. He's just wiping the board. He's He picked up a huge... I think, what was that, a million dollars that he just picked up? I think so. So... Well, why? they just add Listen that to your bonus. Ah, there's a why. Okay, so there's the why. He's just, he knows what it is. He's just banking money. 500. Okay. G. One G. Yeah. I hope he gets a bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nope. 700. C. Yeah, there are right. two Cs. Okay. Wow. So it's wow. literally okay. the whole thing's there. That's He's all. just got to oh, solve. That's a good idea, yeah. Ready? Mythological hero Achilles. <laughs> okay. Pat Zajac wanted to murder him. Achilles. Achilles. Go home. Just just go home and cry. (laughs) Go into hiding for the rest of your life. This person is in college. Does it say where they go? They usually wear the Indiana. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Take that. That's for Keith Smart. Right there. More like Keith Dumb. That's pretty good. Okay. So he swiped your pick. He swiped my pick. You're and then we gave you the five minutes here. to stall, though. What do you got? Well, I did have other picks prepared for later rounds. I'm just going to have to bump them up and continue to think about it. Okay. I'm going to go with another classic game show. This was one of my favorite games to play when you went to, like, a Dave & Buster's and just mm. had, like, the little mini machine there. I'm a deal or no deal guy. Ooh. Deal or no deal. I like that pick. Good pick. Going a little more modern here. Like yes. you said, you got to get some goats in there. But Howie Mandel really showed out on that. He was great. Over to me. Six overall. My second pick of the evening here. There's, there's still a few goats left here. And Jordan's making a run at trying to win this thing. There's one that I am fond of, but I don't think I can take it now. And I, I almost don't think I can take it. So I'm going to go here. Who wants to be a millionaire? That was my next Who pick. Who wants so. to be a millionaire? Okay. I guys, I can't even tell. You're too young to remember, okay? Before it went into syndication and became a thing. This show took the country by storm. Oh, dude, I remember. Do you, I don't. Are, I remember. You do remember it? I remember the good old days. I remember being in college and it was like not the It was the episode where the guy like just went rogue and he and he did the phone a friend. He's like, and he's I, like, I'm about to win a million dollars, yes, Dad. Uh-huh. Ball or move. I remember being in a bar at Oswego. I'm not sure what bar it was, and it was on, and we're all watching it, and the whole place went crazy because uh-huh. it was just such a ball or move. Nobody ever like won that. Nobody ever won, and he just did it. And he just he just said, I know the answer. I just wanted to call and tell you. I just won a million dollars. Just. Ball 
caller. That's got to be just like the greatest call to ever make. Regis, I mean, second life for Regis. Like this was big. awesome. This, Another this, uh, this iconic moment when Norm McDonald did Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. He's like, I'm between B and D. If I do a 50-50 right now, you're not going to get rid of A and C, are you? <laughs> and then they did. Uh, um, This is where it gets real, real tough. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to get one here that's a tier above what else you can pick, and it all stems from just one phrase alone. It carries the whole show. All right. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Hmm. Is that a strong enough game show? It depends what you're going to see. Pick. This is the thing. What what I take away from this because you just said it. How much game shows have put just these expressions into the world? Right. You know exactly what we're talking about here. Okay. You are the weakest link. Over to Josh. <laughs> the weak link around here. I'm not even going to argue with it on this draft. Wait, you could hear him? Yeah. No, I can't actually. Oh, he whispered to the side, and I did. Oh. Well, you have two headphones on, so you, <laughs> you, you heard it. No matter. A, you could hear a dog whistle right now with those headphones you got. This was going to be my fourth-round pick. I'm taking it in the third as I figure out what a fourth-round pick is going to be. Okay. This was a staple for me growing up, and it only lasted a few years, but I thought it was a great show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, that's a good was one. That's a good classic. One. That's a good one. That's too. a good one. I don't hate yeah. that. I, like, I don't hate that pick you at all. You can't hate that pick. That was I, all, I don't hate that at all. That was carried by Jeff Foxworth. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go old school on this one. And look, this is a Syracuse show. We got to get a Syracuse guy on here. We got to get Dick Clark involved. Okay. The $10,000 pyramid. Mm. Okay. Now, you guys are maybe, you've probably seen clips of it. The older audience out there shaking their head. That's an iconic game no, show. It's not really good... GOAT level, it's not Hall of Fame level, but that's one people definitely remember. Have you seen Joey from Friends play the ten thousand dollars? I was just thinking about that iconic clip. There you go. Exactly what I'm talking about. There's a big one still on the board that if it gets to me, I'm going to win the draft. I'm just going to tell you right now. So I'm going to put it this way. I really want. I know you're not going to pick this, so I'll just say it. I really want to pick Baggage. It was a dating game show hosted by Jerry Springer on the Game Show Network. I'm in. I'm not picking it. I'm in. I, I will watch that because unfortunately. Uh, it's the final rounds. Paulie's been drilling this into my head the last week. We've stolen it, and we're playing it on Orange Nation now. Okay. Give me the match game. Match game. Have to. Great pick. Have to. Great pick. Okay. Josh, the 11th pick, his last. Um. Stop Googling. Uh, I'm out of picks, to be honest with you. I'm going to go with the only. you pick, because you, you're like Googling. Be- does yours begin with that, 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 stop. I'm just going to take the newlywed game. Okay, you can that's, have that. That's the one I was going to give you. can you. have that's that. that's like all I can think of. Okay. And I that's what I got. Um, I saved my my pick here to win the draft. What are you about to pick? Okay. Jordan thinks he made a run at me here. I appreciate the strategy. Uh, is, but is the title I'll of the game show a question? Jim J. Bullock in the center square. Hollywood squares, baby. Hollywood squares. That was overrated. It has been done through many generations, mm. and is still mm. the GOAT. And why was Jim J. Bullock always on the show? Didn't he have anything else to do? I thought you were going to pick whose line is it anyway, and I was going to get upset. No. What I wanted to pick, because it's a personal favorite of mine, but I don't think it holds up. Okay. No whammies, no whammies, no oh, whammies. Stop. I Press love your luck. luck. That, that one's Never so good. 
Big, oh, dude, oh, and, the, and the whammy stupid. comes out, and then he, like, oh, take, the oh dude. You just basically, <laughs> you have whammy. a button, and there's a thing, and it goes around. You say, no whammies, no whammy. Stop. I'm just going to come out and say it. Stinker of a draft. Stinker what? of a draft. Next week will be better. Yeah, what do we say we're doing next was, week? Yeah. Board games. Board, Board games. games will be better. That'll be here. Board games next week. I'm That's excited the draft. for that. We'll come back after this. Stay right there. Tell us what we missed in the QSportsTalk.com chat.